0: Good morning, my brothers and sisters. Welcome to episode 28 to be with me in the book of second Corinthians. very practical. Today is about how to be a better giver so was yesterday and uh, we're gonna keep coming back to this theme because it's real. And Paul says if you get this right, if you participate in this action, you get to participate in the grace of God. That is, you can participate in God's activity in your heart and in others' heart here on the earth. And this is a real test, and so Paul says, "I want you guys to get this right." And he yesterday he said, "The first thing to do is to first give yourself to the Lord, then you give yourself to your to the leadership and the the, the teaching, and then give yourself to this activity of giving. And in fact, don't just give yourself to it; excel in this grace of giving." So here we go. This is from 2 Corinthians chapter 8, and I'm going to start in verse 8, maybe 7. But as you excel in everything, in faith, in speech, in knowledge, in earnestness, and in love, see that you excel in this act of grace also. He's talking about the grace of giving. Verse 8, I say this not as a command, but to prove by the earnestness of others that your love is genuine. So it's a proof, it's a test. Verse 9, for you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, yet for your sake he became poor, so that by by his poverty, that you by his poverty might become rich. So we see here it's modeled. Then verse 10, and in this matter I give my judgment. This benefits you, who a year ago started not only to do this work, but also to desire it. So it's ongoing. Verse 11, so now finish doing it well so that your readiness in desiring it may be matched by your completing it out of what you have. So it's a matter of the heart and hands. Verse 12, for if the readiness is there, it is acceptable according to what a person has, not according to what he does not have. So it is pleasing and it is real. Verse 13, for I do not mean that Others should be eased and you burdened, but that as a matter of fairness, your abundance at the present time should supply their needs so that their abundance may supply your need so that there may be fairness. As it is written, whoever gathered much had nothing left over, and whoever gathered little had no lack. So this gives a humbleness to this and a history, if you will. All right, so we are excelling in this act of giving. And Paul wants this to be a voluntary. Uh, he doesn't command this. He says this is a proof. This is a test. So he's not compelling people to do this. This is a voluntary thing. Uh, if you ever hear someone said, "Hey, I'm a good person," immediately the response should be, "Really? How much do you give?" Because the giving is the test. The giving is the test of the heart. The person "Person is saying, oh, my heart is good. It's like, really, let's talk about your generosity um, because it's such a practical matter. All right, verse 9. All this is based on the generosity of Jesus. Remember, he, he was sitting in heaven. He's got all these godly characteristics. He, he gives them up in a sense, puts them aside, lays them aside. It's called kenosis. Uh, theologically, so that he can come down, be a part of our human family, live perfectly, and then give a sacrifice of himself. So he comes a long way down to end up on on, on the uh, on the cross, as it says in the book of Philippians. And why does he do that? Why does he become poor? So that we get riches, so that we inherit a kingdom, we inherit a, inherit a family, we inherit the indwelling of the Spirit, and then we get, uh, even practically, we get this, these practical teachings about giving so that we can be, live right in this particular aspect of our life. So remember, humbly all of us, that this is all based on the generosity of Jesus. It's modeled, if you will. And then verse 10, he says, in this matter, I give my judgment, this benefits you, who a year ago started this, uh, not only to do this work, but also to desire this. And what I get from this is it's ongoing. So if you struggle with how much you should give, uh, you're in good company. I remember when I was about seven years old and I gave a dime every week to the church. And It was proportional to my income at the time as a seven-year-old, but I remember having this thought. It's one of the first thoughts that I remember having is that, man, this this seems like a lot. It seems like I'm giving a, a lot. So since I was seven years old, I have struggled with how much to give, how generous to give, if you will. And Paul, what Paul is saying is, here's hey, guess what? That's normal. You're going to struggle with it when you're 7, and when you're 17, and 27, and 37, and 97. It's an ongoing process. This work that this this that is requiring of you, you're not done with it until the day you die. And then he describes this as a work. That's right. It's an effort. This is not la da This is probably hard, and he describes it so as a work. And it's it's the front row of the war it's a work of giving of your hands and it's a work of of what is happening in your heart and then he says the readiness is there which is is acceptable uh and it, it's according to what one has. So it's real. This is a real, very, very practical, and it's proportional. It reminds me of what you really have. It reminds me of the old uh, the joke. A guy says, hey, if you had a million cows, would you give 100,000 of them to the Lord? And the guy says, yeah, absolutely. He says, well, if you had 100,000, would you give 10,000? He says, absolutely, I'd give 10,000 cows to the Lord. If I had a, if you had 1,000 cows, would you give 100 to the Lord? He says, oh, absolutely. Absolutely. It says, well, if you have 10 cows, and this says, whoa, 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 hold on every second. I have 10 cows. So this is real. It's based on what you have. So this is not looking pie in the sky at a guy like Elon Musk or Bill Gates. They have their own burdens of money and their own accountability. This teaching is based on what you have. And then finally, he says, be humble about this. Uh, you may be in the the driver's seat of giving for a while but you may be in the passenger seat at some point so we find here that that giving is modeled by christ it's ongoing year in and year out it's a work it requires effort it's a primarily a matter of heart and it's primarily a matter of the hands it's uh, voluntary and it's real and it should denote humility and so he finally says, I want you to do this right. I want you to do this aspect of your life right. Do this well. Let's be good givers. Thanks for listening.